This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. So, what you been up to? Well, Desert Bus for Hope has been going on. Um, so far, we're, we're up above 500,000 US dollars raised for Child's Play. Wow. And it's looking like things will be continuing on into Friday... As they tend to do. Um, right. So this isn't the one person staying up no. all this time no. to no. to drive this bus across. Uh, uh, across a day, there are four six-hour shifts with, with people involved in each of those shifts and rotating around, and particularly because this year it's been virtual... Those are very, um, very strictly defined shifts. Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, the way they've had to set it up this year is that they broadcast to Twitch. Right. But they have a central server, which is doing the broadcasting and taking feeds in from three of the shifts... Who are broadcasting from three separate locations and are themselves taking in feeds from all over the place. And the fourth shift isn't broadcasting from Canada like the rest of them. It's broadcasting from Germany. So it has its own central server that is pushing to Twitch. Right. It's it's a thing. Um, yeah. mm. uh, can you do, can you sum up in three sentences what Desert Bus is? Okay, Desert Bus for Hope is one of the the pioneers in the internet telethon thing, which uh, sort of continued on with Games Done Quick and Zeldaphon and other such. Gaming marathons. They're not all about gaming. Most of them are. It's the internet. What what you can do. Uh, it, Desert Bus, the game, uh, is a mini game in an unreleased pen and teller video game for the somewhat failed Sega CD. Uh, in it, you drive a bus limited at forty five miles per hour with a Slight drift to the right along a perfectly straight road from Tucson, Arizona to Las Vegas, Nevada. It takes eight hours and it earns you one point, at which point you turn around and you go back again to get another point. point. Right. 
Now, are there any obstacles to avoid whilst driving this be- the bus along this straight desert highway with the cool wind in your hair? Um, well, uh, occasionally there's bus stops that you can stop at and open the door and close it again because there's never anyone to pick up. Okay. And occasionally a shrub might go by and um but but they're not exactly an amount exactly an amount of time after you leave no matter whether you're currently on your way towards or being towed back because if you crash you get towed back in real time no matter what is currently happening after a certain amount of time during the run towards one point a bug will splatter on the windshield and remain there. Right. Just just the one for the entire just, trip? Just the one. Right. Are there any tumbleweeds that go across the nope. road? And other traffic? No. No, it's an empty road. An empty road from Arizona to Nevada. But the point, the point of Desert Bus for Hope is not really the game. That it's the chatty banter that goes it, on whilst it's everything that happens while it's while someone is, and and during that six hour shift mm-hmm. is one person steering the bus, or so, does the controller get handed over to various other people so during that shift? So up until last year, mm-hmm. there were driver shifts as well as these four shifts and those driver shifts would last for 12 hours right and in those 12 hours it would almost just be the one driver for all of those 12 hours wow in the last two years we have done away with that because honestly it it wasn't it wasn't great for for the people doing that. <laughs> and now it's just people who happen to be on the shift. They can switch out if they need to. Yep. And it's all fine. So if you do happen to go off the road, that's classed as a crash. That's classed as a crash. And your, your and vehicle you gets towed, towed back, back. Okay. in real time. How often does that tend to happen? It, it happens a bit. Okay. Um, on Desert Bus for Hope, you don't usually expect to get a point um it's it's not actually difficult to get a point but sometimes things happen you get distracted you forget to push the bus back over to the left Uh because as i've said it does veer to the right you can't just hold down the accelerator right that would be too easy yep um but yeah uh, they they don't sit through the towing back. They usually just reset the game and oh, get that going again. okay, okay, fair enough. Um, uh, but there is no pause. There is no pause. Uh, if you the, try to hit keeps... start, the traditional pause button it honks the horn. Right, good. Um, and and switching over from one location to another, how does the driver? <laughs> Uh, get handed over so so this year as i said it's been virtual um and so it's been broadcast from four different setups and each of those four setups has had 
their own emulated bus. Right. So they're not even playing this on a Sega CD then? Not this year, no. Right. But traditionally they do? Traditionally they do do it on... But this is emulated and each person who's playing it has their own emulator. Each, each. each shift has their own emulator, yep. which you can control over the internet. Okay. And you hope and pray there's no lag. There has, on occasion, uh, this year, been times where it stops taking input, <laughs> and so the bus crashes. Uh, they do have save states every couple of minutes, uh, which doesn't help when it saves after you've already crashed. Right. <laughs> but anyway, this is all raising money for Child's Play Charity, a charity that gets toys, books and games to children in hospitals all over the world. The first hour of play costs a dollar. The next one costs a dollar seven. The next one costs seven percent more than that. And so on and so on. So eventually the hours cost tens of thousands of dollars in order to actually earn, which is how it doesn't just go on forever. Right, okay. <laughs> um, it, to, to go on to complete seven days, it costs over a million dollars. And so far, so far... <laughs> It's looking like that won't happen. Yep. It, it hasn't happened before, and it's looking like it won't happen. Right. But who's, who's to say, with, with one exception, every year has raised more money than the last. Cool. Cool. <laughs> ah, well, at the end of it all, you can always claim that you got a million dollars and somebody counted wrong. Sorry, sorry. Um, okay, we we have desert bust long enough. We have a film to watch. Yeah, that that's that's all I've been doing the past week. Right. That's that's it. Okay, and and it has uh, worked for you. Your your responsibilities. Yes, my responsibilities of putting things in a spreadsheet. Excellent. Good. You keep that spreadsheet spread. Um, I and the rest of the video strike team will do just that. Good. Great. And it's in somebody's capable hands right now whilst we record. You're not going to have to rush off. Probably several people's capable hands. (laughs) Probably. I don't know. I'm not looking at it at the moment. (laughs) Good. good. Okay. You are focused on, on this this experience yes definitely definitely focused on this still under Mm -hmm. wraps experience we're watching ostensibly an arnold schwarzenegger film Mm. schwarzenegger schwarzenegger i'm i'm sorry if i am botching that completely but uh it's certainly we are ostensibly watching an arnie film however it, it certainly has arnold schwarzenegger in it yes but this film was made in 1976 when Arnie was certainly a um, Mr. Universe uh, contender. But as far as his film career uh, was concerned, I think this might be his second appearance in a movie. I think. Is he looking that up or not? Don't know. 
it's it's very early on. Somebody can Google that. So we are going to be watching a what film, Thomas? We are going to be watching the film Stay Hungry. Would you be so kind as to read the plot synopsis that is kindly provided on the back of the DVD box set? Amazingly, despite the fact that this is a box set and it contains six films, these do all have a complete synopsis. Wow. Which is... Does that make them very, very small in the, type? The, 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 the type is reasonably small, okay. but it's readable. Good. Okay. It's it's not in a terrible font. Good. It's just a nice, nice sans serif. Right. When entrepreneur Craig Blake, played by Jeff Bridges, buys a small gin, he fully expects to demolish the place to make room for a high-rise. Instead, he finds himself drawn into a world he never knew existed. From a perky gymnast, played by Sally Field, who wears her heart on her leotard, to a philosophising Mr. Universe hopeful, played by Schwarzenegger, the freewheeling spirit of the gym touches Craig in a way he never expected, and plunges him into a hilarious, off-the-wall plot to stop his high-rise from ever rising. A, a complete unknown for me, and not just because I haven't seen it before, but I'd never heard of it before. Um, uh, but that's what we're watching. Uh, Thomas is going to open the case. He's going to take the disc out of the case. He's going to place it into the DVD player. We're going to watch it and decide whether it stays in its box set. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. How many sides are there? It's actually like... This is actually side E. Okay. Yeah, um, Yeah, I'm going to call you up on that. I'm sorry. T- turn turn in, in the case until you get to... Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five... Yes, yes, definitely side... One, two, three, four... Five. Where's the fifth? Is it under this? It's probably under this. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's that one. There's that one. Yeah. <laughs> Turn to side E. <laughs> you mongrel. <laughs> My dear Craig, it has been five months since your father and my beloved sister died. Surely there is no time limit on grief and sorrow. Is this the time to divorce yourself from family? To take up with unsavory strangers? Craig, be a muffin and find something for me, will you, honey? You got the right man, Amy. He knows every weirdo in town. Now, from the man who directed five easy pieces, comes Stay Hungry, an extraordinary new film that takes you into a fascinating world. Welcome to the Olympic. I'm Mary Kate Farnsworth. Right, I'm going to ask you to look around. I already like the way you look. Your grandmama, she'd come out of that picture on the wall and drive a butcher knife through your heart, and I would help her. When are you going to take that mask off? When Joe takes that title next month, he's going to have done it all. Oh, people of your profession are worried. Homosexual? 
happens to bodybuilders when they get old? They die. Yeah, he's a, he's a big belt. He got my drinking here. <laughs> he could crush you like an eggshell, Halsey. Now, who do you think you're messing with, huh? Messing with a select midget, I believe. You don't want me. You want another trophy for your wall. I need you! Baby, I need you! Come on, y'all. Let's get naked. Isn't this fun? <laughs> I just want to make you happy. What happened? What did he do to you? Once you get used to it, it's hard to give up. I'd rather stay hungry. If you have an appetite for life, stay hungry. So, what did you think? There are there are parts of this film that I appreciate, but I think ultimately it just wasn't for me. It was very variable. Mm-hmm. Um, what was interesting, I found, was that some of the best acting was actually coming out of Arnie, mm-hmm. <laughs> which which he is not renowned for. And considering the uh, the A-list uh, at the time uh, actors that were um, you know, top build, uh, that's that's saying a lot. Yeah, all over the place and very much a a film of the 70s. How many times were you almost at the point where you said, nah, let's, let's stop? Uh, no, I never got to that point. You never point. got to that point? Yeah, I, I was curious. Uh, it That was the odd thing about it. You, you still wanted to find out. What happened? You never... Well, I certainly never lost interest in how things are going to turn out because there were so many things happening, some of which um, didn't make a lot of sense, but uh, you still wanted to know how those things turned out. There was certainly a lot of filler, um, I think, but, uh, yeah, what a bizarre film. Um, Certainly wouldn't be made today. Um... Would I watch it again? Probably not. No. No, no, but it, it'll just slot back into its uh, box set of Arnie films. Uh, now, you wanted to uh, mention right, what yes. you found out about uh, uh, where this okay. place is. So, uh, Arnie started his acting career with the film Hercules in New York as Hercules. Just so you know, neither of us have seen that, and it is no. not on the shelf. Uh, that was in 1969. Then in 1973, uh, The Long Goodbye. Uh, again, ditto. Not seen, not on the shelf. And then he played a masseur in the 1974 television film, Happy Anniversary and Goodbye. 
Again, not no. seen. So that's three films that he's <laughs> three been films in. that mm-hmm. he is credited with on IMDb. And how well, did he on Wikipedia? On, oh, okay, on Wikipedia. How did he appear on the credits of this film at the beginning? Uh, introducing Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he won a Golden Globe for Best Acting Debut in a Motion Picture for his role. It was solid. Yeah, uh, um, it was fine. Yeah, um, and he he had soul and character and and played the character well. Um, he was almost three dimensional. And I'm not just talking about his pecs or his biceps. Or when, when, a, when a role hues so close to what he's actually going through at the time, it's... <laughs> yes, but then it's... you suddenly get thrown into uh, Alabama uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> with him playing a, a fiddle. Um, and very convincingly so. Apparently, he trained to convincingly act like yep. he was yep. playing a fiddle for a few weeks. Okay. And he did incredibly well. I've seen so many films where, um, especially with that instrument, uh, completely unconvincing. And uh, the deranged cat is now trying to star on the uh, viewing, a central viewing position. Deranged cat has been removed from said spot. And, uh, yeah, a completely convincing um, cat. Flop. Uh, yes, a uh, completely convincing um, uh, hold, holding of the bow and the, the, the fingering of the strings. And um, I, I didn't suspect that he was actually playing uh, the music, but it was convincing enough. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen it done far, far more poorly than that. So kudos to his fiddle playing. Um, but yes, something that, uh, I suspect is, is not, uh, in his own personal backstory. Um, yes. Um, anything else you want to throw into the crazy, um, suddenly taking of left turns type of film for no apparent reason? Um, yeah. Just, just wasn't for me. No, it was fine. Yeah. It was inoffensive. It, oh, apart from the offensive bits. Well, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, th- mm. that was the left turn. That uh, up until then it was quite innocuous, and then um, you have some um, gratuitous uh, nudity and uh, and, yeah, and, that was, and some other activities that that, that was some B plots. Yes, that <laughs> didn't need to be there. Anyway. I have nothing else to add to that. I would be curious to know whether any of our dear listeners have have seen this film um, <laughs> and what they thought of it. Uh, anyway. What are you doing? I'm chasing flies. No, I'm going up. No, I'm going up. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, well, let, anyway, let's move on, shall we? Sure. <laughs> What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. We've got a lot of suggestions. Gotta get through them now, or at least some of them. We've got to work that out. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. Okay, so how many have we got left to uh, to wade our way through? There are 34. Okay, and we've got uh this is the fifth last episode this is okay so that means roughly seven it's roughly seven yeah okay so uh would you be so kind as to roll the randomizing random randomometer powered by random.org's random integer set generator number eight this is definitely the first time we've done this M. Hi, M. Suggests 2014's The Last Five Years. I've never heard of it. This has been <laughs> confirmed through a rigorous pro- process. Um, so I have not seen it. Mm. Thomas, have you seen it? No. Is it on the shelf? No. No, it's not. So zero points for uh, The Last Five Years. <laughs> So that means no one got any points in the last three seasons of this uh, show. All points avoid. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, sorry, Em. Hopefully we can get the first points of the series in a moment. That's right. Number 11. Helen. Hi, Helen. Suggests The King's Speech. I have indeed seen The King's Speech. Thomas, have you seen The King's Speech? I've not, no. Wow. I've neglected again. But it is on the shelf. It is on the shelf, so we can remedy that. Um, A good solid two points for Mm -hmm. that. No multiplier. Number 14. Yes. Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. Suggested by? Faye. Faye. Faye... I am sorry to disappoint you about the only excitement that I have ever experienced with the genre of Scooby-Doo has been the Scooby-Doo ride at Movie World, Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Thomas, have you seen it? Well, it's from 2000 and it's direct to video. Yes. The third direct-to-video Scooby-Doo film. Uh-huh. I've not seen it, no. No. So, Faye, I'm afraid no points for Scooby-Doo and a whole bunch of aliens, or mm. whatever it was called. And the alien invaders. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15. Yes. Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Suggests... Classic, fast call film that I have not seen, Airplane, <laughs> which had the Australian title, Flying, Flying High. High. Yes, which I have seen a number of times, and curiously, I did have it on the shelf once upon a time, but I don't anymore. Uh, I think it might have been on VHS, maybe. Yeah. That, that tracks. Yeah. Um, and it never got replaced. Uh, yes. So a, a one point 
with absolutely no multiplier. And I think I still need to find some way of uh, getting Thomas to watch it. So we'll have to try and track it down on uh, one of the streaming services. Mm. All right. That'll be something for a future project. This This is very low scoring this week. Number 27. Yeah. M. Hi, M. Suggests yeah. the 1942 animated Disney classic Bambi. Bambi. Yes, I have seen Bambi. I have also seen Bambi. And it's on the shelf. It is on the shelf. I think it's also coupled with uh, Bambi 2, the direct-to-video. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Don't know. I haven't seen Bambi 2. Haven't you? I, I uh, think I have, but I don't remember anything of it. But I do remember the <laughs> the original. And Thomas, if you, you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. I'm just not a particularly emotional person. <laughs> okay, let's move on. There are some things that get me, but don't think Bambi was it. No. No. The next one on, on this integer set is yes. 33. Okay, number 33. M's back. Hi, M. Suggesting the 2016 animated film Trolls, which yeah, that, doesn't that score gets a, anything. A big fat no. zero. I'm, I'm sorry. No. The, the whole troll thing uh, freaked me out when the trolls first came out. Um before you were born, Thomas. Um, yes, and when they uh, emerged back into the world, I, yes, did not get very excited. So, M, that's uh, a big zero again. My, my, this is low scoring. Number 32. Okay, what's number 32? Lee. Hi, Lee. Suggests. Yes. Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. Thomas. Have you seen Conan the Barbarian? No. No. And, and it is on the shelf. In fact, it's in the box set. It is that, on the, in the box that set here, that we have here. Which means that, theoretically, seeing as we've said that one of the films in that box set is also the one which you haven't seen. Unseen. Is it Conan the Barbarian that I haven't seen? In this box set. If it is, it means that Lee scores how many points? Five points. Five points. So, it hinges on whether I have seen the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger film, Conan the Barbarian. Thomas, have I seen Conan the Barbarian? I don't know. You tell me. No, I have not seen Conan the Barbarian. So, during all of this segment, it has been very low scoring until Lee nails it big time and selects Conan the Barbarian. That's five points. Which means, next segment is done and dusted. It's a bit moot. It is moot. We're not even going to have the introductory uh, song. We know exactly what we're going to be watching next week. And I don't even need to pull it up. On my movies. No, you have the box because set. Where did the box go? Uh, maybe on the table it's in the kitchen. The yeah, it's on the table. Okay. Um, um, 
Okay. I'm assuming you took the NCIS disc out of it. I did take the NCIS disc out of it. Thomas, um, whilst everyone's jaws are coming back off the floor that I have not seen Conan the Barbarian, um, what year did it come out? That's that's a good question. It is. Uh, I'm glad I asked it. Um, because you can't bring it up yeah, on Conan the Barbarian, copyright 1981. You're okay. So uh, that was my first. I was in year seven that year, which well, possibly explains <laughs> the copyright date. Doesn't necessarily. No, it, tell us, it, I, I think but, uh, that that is right. Oh, actually, this is saying 82. No, yeah, 82. Apparently. Okay. So year eight, which still explains possibly why I did not see. Conan the Barbarian when it first came out <laughs> but it is actually one of the reasons why I bought the box set so that eventually I could uh, remedy that mainly because one of the uh, the designers of the the film the aesthetics uh, is one of my f- one of my favorite illustrators who also did a lot of early design work for Alien, for the ship designs, um, a lot of which weren't used, but um, very um, very interesting style. Uh, he lived in Australia for a while, and uh, in fact, I think he was still here when he died. I could be wrong. Anyway, Ron Cobb, wonderful illustrator, and uh, he did a lot of design work for uh, the sets in... Conan the Barbarian. And so you bought this box set hoping to remedy you not having seen Conan the Barbarian and you didn't. Um, yeah, that wasn't the only reason why I I, um, I bought this box set. It was to mm-hmm. fill other gaps mm-hmm. on the shelf. Mm-hmm. But the point remains... <laughs> I still haven't you, seen you, it. You didn't. Thomas, How this is episode 85, I think. Which is 85 films that I purchased with the plan of actually watching those films. Um, Some of which have been on the shelf a lot longer than this one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we've almost fixed that and uh, I'm quite excited by that. And next week we shall be fixing it even more by watching Conan the Barbarian. We've almost probably fixed it. Yes. Uh, would you be so kind as to read the plot synopsis off the back of the box set? Yes. Thank you. Orphaned by a cold-blooded cult leader, played by James L. Jones, and his band of brutal marauders, Conan endures a childhood of merciless slavery, only to become a gladiator for the amusement of his captors. Sent to the Far East to hone his fighting skills, Conan is freed and begins a dangerous, full-blooded quest to avenge his parents' massacre. Now, the sword-wielding warrior must vanquish his bloodthirsty enemies in a death-defying action-adventure about courage, strength, character, and the triumph of good over evil, and probably gratuitous violence. Excellent. I'm quite looking forward to it. Again, we hope you can join us next week when we watch Conan the Barbarian. Thomas, do you have anything you wish to say before we uh, uh, drop everything and I go to edit? Albuquerque. 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 <laughs> Albuquerque.
I think I'll go by way of Albuquerque. Okay. Um, Don't know how much of that will make the cast. No, neither do I. Um, yes. So, um, until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. I've messed it up immediately. Mm. With hot yeah. dogs. When entrepen- entre- 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 entrepreneur, 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 entrepreneur. Would you be so kind as to roll the randomizing random randomometer? Powered by random.org's random integer set generator. It's the machine that goes ping. No, it's the machine that goes. Okay. All right, then. Throw them at us. Okay. Number eight. M. Hi, M. Suggests 2014's The Last Five Years. I confess I have not heard... Of the last five years. Which is funny, because you've put yourself down as having seen it. Have I? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Something's weird with this. Yes, you keep putting down films (laughs) as you having seen them when... (laughs) Okay. You haven't. So, let's, let's just change that, and we'll cut that out, and we'll start M's again, shall we? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hang on. Now look, I'm going to I'm going to look it up. It's a musical. Yeah, it's not ringing any bells at all. It's a rom-com. <laughs> Last 5 years. What year? 2014. Okay. Struggling actress and a novelist lover. Each illustrates. <laughs> no. <laughs>
Oh, I don't know why I would have pressed yes for that. Unless I copied and pasted and didn't change the flag. Yeah. Okay. The moral of the story is you should pay more attention. Yes. Yes, I should. (laughs) Okay. So... <laughs> Go back to eight. <laughs> Number eight. This is definitely the first time we've done this. M. Hi, M. 